When one of your loved ones dies, the last thing you want your partner to do is make this event about themselves. You want them to be there for you to hold space for your emotions and ideally become a part of this process of letting go and moving on. But a narcissist being a narcissist doesn't waste this opportunity of grabbing all the attention they can. They want you to focus on them and them only. And when someone dies, they do not give you any space to grieve. They do the opposite. They create chaos, unnecessary conflicts. They argue without any reason. They have ridiculous demands of you and expect you to leave everything behind, including your pain and cater to their needs. They have zero respect for your emotions and for the deceased one. Let's talk more about this in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In today's episode, let's try to look at the horrible behavior of a narcissist when one of your loved ones passes away. If that is what you're eager to learn more about, please make sure to subscribe before we begin because as I always say, your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Also stay until the end and watch the full episode because I have some horrible experiences to share with you. Not personal, but the experiences that others have shared with me. Experiencing the death of a loved one is a life-altering experience. It changes everything. And the last thing that you can expect from those who claim to love you is some space, some compassion. But a narcissist offers none of these. Instead, they make your experience of grieving a hundred times worse. On one hand, you're trying to grieve the person who has passed away. On the other hand, they are giving you a lot of abuse instead of giving you love, instead of giving you support. They offer zero validation. They put you down for grieving, for needing space and for going through a tough time. They say you're exaggerating things. You are making things worse than they actually are. Come on, everybody dies one day. So what is new in this? It was their time. It was God's will. Stop. Just, just get along with it. You won't see a single tear coming out of their eyes. They're completely disconnected from you, from your emotions and from the event. In a relationship, partners complement each other. There is mutual empathy and you feel sad for your partner, even if you're not connected with the person who has passed away. They don't feel any of that. They feel the opposite. They feel rejected. They feel abandoned. They feel neglected. They feel left alone. So instead of giving you grace, instead of holding that space, they give you hate. They push you back. They create unnecessary chaos. Now, all of a sudden, there are needs that you're supposed to meet in that moment. There are issues that were not there before. Insignificant things they argue about and that drains you further. All of a sudden, they do not want to go to the funeral because it's a waste of their time. And they just don't want to be around your parents, your family, because they hate him or her. They don't want to wear those clothes. They don't like them. They want you to wear something different or they need to be at office or something has happened to them, to their health, and they want you to be there. So you can't go to the funeral. You can't attend that. You just have to leave everything behind. You are forced to focus on them when it should rightfully be on you. Here is an experience that might send chills down your spine. I knew a person who at the time was with a narcissist. Their grandmom had passed away and the narcissist was ice cold 
towards them, the victim. On the funeral day, this is what happens and it's so triggering. He gets naked with an erection and demands sex, demands physical intimacy and says something along the lines of, it cannot be all about you. I have my needs as well and they have to be met. This person is crying their eyes out. They're, they are in they're shattered, they're in pieces, they're, they have been torn apart by the event because it was sudden, unexpected. But the narcissist didn't choose to understand any of that and called this victim selfish for not meeting his physical needs. Do you see how crazy it gets with them? This is the reason why I have zero sympathy for narcissists and this is why I say they're evil. Because you need to have some agency to do this, to say this. And to have the audacity to demand such a thing at such a time, you must be either really stupid or extremely predatory. They do not care at all what happens to you, how you have been impacted and what kind of support you need. It's all about them. If you fail to pay attention to them, then you are the worst and you do not have any regards for them. Another experience that I'm reminded of is of a person whose parent had passed away and the narcissist kept saying, well, it's not my problem. Why are you crying? It was their time. You should get over it. What is there to grieve? It's just a dead body. This, these words, you really are shocked how they can come out of the mouth of a human being. It seems like there is no heart. There is no soul. It's, it's just like uh, you are talking with, a, with an AI machine. I, I, I guess AI would be better in responding to a situation like this than a narcissist. They are horrible, horrible and intentionally so. It's not that something unconscious and something alien takes over. They know what they are doing. They can't stand the fact that the occasion is about you. They have to feel important at all times. Have you been through something like this? If yes, drop your experiences in the comments below and help other survivors feel less alone in their journey of healing and recovery. Even if they choose to show up at the uh, funeral, they do not dress appropriately. They openly disrespect the one who has passed away and their family. They abandon you. The crazy thing is they cheat on you right during the funeral process. And a person has shared that experience with me, how the narcissist cheated on them and how they caught the narcissist red handed. They get wildly drunk. They laugh. They network, they find new sources of supply. You might wonder why do they do this? One of the explanations is feeling superior than everyone else because whenever a narcissist goes to an occasion, they naturally put people in hierarchy. Those who are above them and those who are below them and those who are above them, they have to bring them down. And in this occasion, someone has passed away. So that makes them feel powerful in a crazy, very wild way. They think they're still alive and look at this dead body, it's gone, but I'm here. So it must mean I'm omnipotent, nothing can impact me. And in that fantasy, they rejoice. Here is a personal experience that I would like to share with you. In August of 2019, the husband of my maternal aunt passed away suddenly in a tragic accident. It was soul shattering. He was very young, had two young children and a wife. Everybody was heartbroken. To cut it short, uh, I was at home on that day and I was 
waiting for my father to arrive so that we could go to the funeral. The first sign of his soullessness was that he came late. He completed all his tasks and arrived on time, like when he was done with everything. And there I was crying alone because I wanted to be with my family and I didn't have any means to go there. I just had to wait for him. And then he, when he comes, he demands that I polish his shoes, press, press his clothes. He prepared and got ready as if it was uh, an occasion, a wedding to attend, which was shocking. And he was telling me to stay at home because who will take care of the home and somebody has to be here. And then I, I was really aggressive. I responded to him in a very assertive way and said, no, I can't do that. The story doesn't end there. So we are in the car now headed towards his home. In the car, this piece of a shit starts teaching me to drive and says, we, this is how we avoid pit holes and this is how we, you know, turn the car and this, that and the other. I was like, what the actual F? Come on, somebody has died and we are waiting for his body. You're taking me there. I'm crying. You can see I'm in tears and you're teaching me how to drive. What kind of a person are you? I just could never understand him. And in that moment, it just, just was beyond me. I was silent. What can a person respond to that? All of this is to say that these people are extremely shameless. They do not respect your emotions. There is no possibility for grieving with them in their presence. They want you to quickly move on. They call you sensitive. They say you are exaggerating things. They create unnecessary conflicts just to uh, shift the attention to them. They become jealous of you. They leave you and abandon you during the funeral. They do not attend it. They create issues, health issues that did not exist before just to make sure you stay with them. They want to have physical intimacy with you while the whole thing is going on. All of this is beyond unacceptable and inhuman in my eyes. If you have been through something like this, my heart goes out for you. I am sending you a lot of healing and love. May you find peace because these wounds are really, really deep and take a long time to heal. With that, let's bring this episode to an end. Thank you so much for listening and for staying with me. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.